brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Outside and play. Get ideas. Get involved. Get going at letsmove.gov slash Indian country. Brought to you by USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. California is looking ahead after Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom survived the recall effort against him. Thank you to 40 million Americans, 40 million Californians, and thank you for rejecting this recall. Newsom says they chose hope and progress. He now has $24 million in the bank for his re-election bid next year. Tropical Depression Nicholas is expected to dump heavy rain on parts of Mississippi today through Friday. Forecasters say the coastline could get drenched in up to 10 inches of rain. President Biden is set to meet with two Democratic senators who are key to passing his massive spending plan. NBC News is reporting West Virginia's Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema are set to meet with the president as their party tries to move its plan forward. Democrats are looking to pass a $3.5 trillion measure without Republican support, but Manchin and Sinema are opposed to that number. Democrats can't afford to lose any votes in the Senate, so the party needs these two moderate senators to stay on board. The Department of Justice is filing an emergency motion to try and stop Texas from implementing its new abortion law. The DOJ argues in its motion that the Lone Star State adopted the measure to prevent women from exercising their constitutional rights. Republicans say Secretary of State Antony Blinken should be held responsible responsible for failures in Afghanistan. Mike Bauer reports. I don't know because we're reviewing it. Well, see, you'd think you'd kind of know before you off somebody with a Predator drone, whether he's an aid worker or he's an ISIS case. Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky posing a tough question to Secretary of State Anthony Blinken over a drone strike that killed 10 Afghan civilians, including several children. After Blinken's testimony to the House on Monday, the RNC released a statement with the banner headline, Fire Blinken. Republican Senator Josh Hawley said Tuesday he would place a hold on every single civilian nominee for the State and Defense Departments until Secretary Anthony Blinken and Secretary Lloyd Austin resigned from their posts. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. Jump off that exhausting hamster wheel and into balanced living with Dr. Marissa. Promise you joy in the mystery. Dr. Marissa, also known as the Asian Oprah. Her mission, to be a beneficial presence on the planet. Her purpose, to be your personal advocate to live, laugh, love, learn. Her life motto, don't die wondering. Take back your life with Dr. Marissa Pay. And welcome. You are tuned in to Take My Advice, I'm Not Using It. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa, the morning show here on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 102.3, FM 106.5, and everywhere streaming, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, you name it, because I want to splatter more hope and happiness on you. And today is September 15th. And guess what day it is? It's National Cheese Toast Day, (laughs) National Linguini Day, National Felt Hat Day, and National Double Cheeseburger Day. So as we continue on this mm, health kick, (laughs) I think yesterday was uh, Cream-Filled Donut Day. So uh, I hope you find that interesting. Here's here's one for people who want to drink, National Creme de Menthe Day, and more seriously, uh, National Tackle Kids Cancer Day. Absolutely, if you have not uh, listened to my interview with Fran Drescher, when she gives really great advice, actually she was on my show twice, great advice about how to prevent cancer. She has a great website called cancerschmancer.org with so much information on how you can prevent your risk of cancer, and that would include kids as well. It's also National Neonatal Nurses Day and National Online Learning Day. So it's a special day. There's lots of things to eat and celebrate and recognize. And you know I can't do any show without a happy 88 tip on how to feel better. So today it's a quickie because we have so much going on for the show. But here is your way to feel better right now. Ready? You are alive today to enjoy this thing called life and you get a choice what you focus on today. So I want you to ask this question all day. Is this the best feeling thought that I could have right now? So if you're thinking about a person that just insulted you or pissed you off, or are you thinking about 
some person at work that you don't like, or if you're thinking about somebody that didn't take the trash out, or if you're thinking about someone that did you wrong, is that the best feeling thought that you could have right now? Chances are the answer is no. And guess what? You have the power to change your thought. You have the power to say, my number one goal right now is to feel good. And that particular thing that I'm thinking about is not making me feel good. So I am going to switch the thought. I'm not going to turn around and love that person. I'm not going to turn around and say that they're the best thing since sliced bananas. <laughs> I am going to acknowledge that I don't like the situation. I don't like that person maybe even. But I'm not going to think about that because it doesn't make me feel good. Instead, I'm going to think about something that feels good. So do you all have something that you feel good thinking about? I'm sure you do. Uh, those who watch football, <laughs> there's been some really good games lately. Those of you who spend time with loved ones, there's some funny things that happen. What was the last funny interaction you had? I just did an on-location and filmed this RoboCop in Huntington Park. Uh, those of you on my social media, Doc Balance on Instagram and Dr. Merce everywhere else, saw the video. And, and I'm really sorry that no one was there to take the video of me chasing after this RoboCop that uh, in the description when they told me to cover it, they said it's a cross between a trash can and R2-D2. And it was very accurate. <laughs> so you'll have to go see that. But I would have paid money to have someone film me chasing in heels that RoboCop trying to talk to it, interact with it. I almost sprained my ankle trying to get in front of it. I played chicken with it and tried to uh, get it to stop, but I, ch I chickened out. <laughs> so those are things that you can think of. Go to my social media. I post lots of funny things. Go to your own life. Go to your phone because that is what's going to guarantee that you're going to feel better and happy 88% of the time. All right, that's your tip on how to feel better today. And you know that I love to cover what's good about the world, what's good about politicians, what's good about our community. And today's no exception. I got to do an on-location interview with an assemblywoman who was there to break ground in the improvement of Huntington Beach Bluff Park. And because she's a woman in leadership in our government, and I haven't spoken to her before, I wanted to ask her some questions. So here it is. Please enjoy. Good morning, this is Dr. Marissa reporting live. You know me as the Asian Oprah. I'm here at this beautiful setting. And I love to see women in leadership. So I tackled her down after the groundbreaking. I love what you said about being grateful. That's what caught me. And uh, I'd love you to introduce yourself and tell me why you're here today. I am Assemblymember Cotty Petrie Norris, really proud to represent California's 74th District in the California State Assembly, which includes the incredible city of Huntington Beach. And we are here today to break ground on a really important and exciting project. It's the restoration of the Bluff Top Path and Park here in Huntington Beach. And this has a personal project for you. I uh, really loved what you said about your mom. Uh, my mom was paralyzed. She spent the last two years of her life in a wheelchair and so for me anything that we can do to improve access and bring joy 
bring joy to folks yeah. like my mom, it means a lot. Aww. Now, one last question about leadership and women. This is a, an interesting time we're having. And any words of advice? I'll tell you there's a lot of things happening in the world right now that are scary, that are frustrating, that I think make us angry. And uh, for me, I decided to run for office because I wanted to turn that anger into action. I wanted to turn that, I guess, fury <laughs> into a movement for positive change here in our community all across the state and all across the country. And I think we are seeing women, we're seeing women step up step up at every single level to be the change that we want to see. And I'll tell you, we are we are getting it done, Marissa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I lied, it's not the final question. Orange, <laughs> Orange County is sort of known, unfortunately, as a racist, prejudiced, you know, lots of uh, activity that is Confederate. I talked to Kim Carr about this uh, when at the diversity picnic, and she was saying, this is not who we are, this is not what Orange County is. Can you just speak to that? I couldn't agree more with Mayor Carr. Sadly, there is a loud and very vocal minority of our population who are stuck in a hateful past. But that is not Huntington Beach. That is not Orange County. And we need to make sure that the sometimes too silent majority, that we make our voices heard and that people understand that this is a place where all are welcomed. This is a place where all are valued. You heard it here. This is Dr. Marissa reporting live. I do with all, all mayors. Uh, you can be <laughs> my, my, actually, Assembly, uh, and then uh, Miguel um, Santiago. Santiago. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he does this with me. So, all right. Ready? Peace in. Peace out, world peace through inner peace. This is Dr. Marissa reporting live. And I'm so glad that I put the moose on the table, or those of you who don't already know, I was born in Canada, so that's my version of talking about the elephant in the room. And I was really glad to hear her answer about how the news may have skewed Orange County and Huntington Beach to be a lot more racist than it is, and I'm I'm banking that that is true. All right, when we come back, I'm going to interview a really interesting woman who has great views, not just because she agrees with me, <laughs> but we talk candidly about her role as an actor on General Hospital and clickbait, but more importantly, as a powerful black woman in the front row seat as I am uh, with everything that's going on and how she thinks we as a nation can heal. And that's when we come back for the rest of the show. So keep it tuned here to take my advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa, the morning show here on KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? 
We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-327-1660. That's 800-327-1660. Again, 800-327-1660. Open for takeout and delivery, El Tapioc Mexican Food Restaurant in the Tri-City Center of Redlands is back. Their entire family is on hand to serve up their delicious burritos, machaca, chorizo, huevos rancheros, steak and eggs, just part of their mouth-watering great food. Since 1531, People have marveled at the miracle of El Tapioc, and now you can marvel at the great food the Lugo family has been serving up for over two decades. Nestled quietly in the corner of the Tri-City Center shopping mall next to Burlington Coat Factory. Support them. They can't wait to serve you some of their delectable, authentic, south-of-the-border Mexican fare at great prices, served up with love. Support the area's best-loved Mexican food restaurant in these tough times. Order up a tasty meal on the phone for delivery or takeout, for breakfast, lunch, or dinner from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 909-307-0017. That's 909-307-0017. Or Google El Tapioc Redlands and treat yourself. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit How you doing? This is Gary Garver. In today's society, the majority of people are not getting enough sleep. I know I'm not. If you're like me and having problems getting a good night's rest... Whether it's health or stress-related, I have a solution for you. South Pacific Sleep Lab. South Pacific Sleep Lab will do an evaluation of your sleep pattern and will provide a comprehensive study so you can start getting a restful, peaceful night of sleep. They take all types of insurance, which will cover your cost of the evaluation, and they will even provide transportation to their offices at no cost to you. For more information, contact Tony at 310-999-1887. That's 310-999-1887. Tony even stays awake all night, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so you can sleep better and rest easy. South Pacific Sleep Lab. Start feeling better and getting a great night of sleep today. This is Gary Garver. In these trying times, many people are depressed and lost because the future of our society is up in the air. People turn to drastic measures, including the abuse of drugs and alcohol. If you're going through these troubling times and turning to substance abuse because you're feeling there is no hope, we have a way for you to see the light. SAD, or Stop Abusing Drugs and Alcohol, is a nonprofit organization that will help you, at no cost to you, stop abusing drugs or alcohol. Founded by Tony Navarchi, SAD will refer you to the top detox doctors in your area. If you're having financial hardships, SAD will pay every and any cost for you, including doctor visits, counseling, and medications. Save your life and contact Tony. 
You can reach out to him by calling him personally at 310-999-1887 or visit the website saddetox.com. That's S-A-D-D-E-T-O-X.com. At AutoZone, we've always been here to help you get what you need to go where you need. That hasn't changed. Needing some battery help? We've got you. Whether it's a free battery test or a free charge, we can help you get started again. And if it's time for a replacement, we've got a full selection of batteries starting at $79.99. That's why we're America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Based on data from the MPD Group Incorporated, Car Care Track, 12 months ending December 2019. Back your life with Dr. Marisha Pay. And we're back. You are tuned in to Take My Advice. I'm not using a get balanced with Dr. Marissa, the morning show here on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 102.3, FM 106.5, streaming everywhere, including my YouTube channel, which is a free subscribe. So please do go there so you'll get an alert every morning for more hope and happiness. And as promised, I invited a very special guest with us today that you can meet some of you probably have already met her if you are general hospital fans she has been on that particular show for a little bit and we'll find out more about that but just a short little introduction uh joyce guy is an actress playwright filmmaker and choreographer she has a recurring role on General Hospital, and is now on the hit Netflix limited series, Clickbait, who I got through another guest that I've had that you all remember. I did a special series with her called It's Not Black and White, or is it? And that was Akuyo Graham, who's also an amazing actress. Please welcome to my studio, Joyce Guy. Thank you. Thank you. You have a great smile. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I heard I've heard and seen so much about you. So I'm so pleased. uh, pleased. And as you said, Akuyo, I've known Akuyo for, oh, my gosh, uh, for quite a bit. I remember we were uh, uh, we were both doing solo work and that's how I met her. She did her solo play. Then I did my solo play. And so that's how we met uh, uh, when we were like young and fearless and (laughs) trying to get our voices heard. Well, now you're not quite as young, but still fearless. Still fearless. Yes. Exactly. Yes, I feel it. So, so let's go back to the beginning, which is how I usually like to start with my guests. Take me back. So when you were young, did you, re- did you think you were going to be doing all the things that you're doing? Where did all this uh, come from? Not at all. I, uh, my uh, father was in the military, and so we moved around a lot. I'm from Alabama. My Both my parents are from Montgomery, Alabama. And so, but we uh, started in uh, Texas, and then we lived in Taiwan. Then we lived in Florida. Wow. Then we lived in Japan. And then we lived in Kansas. And then my father retired in Dover, Delaware. So you know, we would move almost every three years. And uh, I was a shy kid because you're always adjusting to those new situations. It would take me a little bit of time to kind of, uh, you know, get to know the other kids in the neighborhood. Um, 
But in the back of my mind, I knew I wanted to be a performer, but I was too shy to say that. And when we lived in uh, Kansas, in Wichita, Kansas, that's when I first started taking like uh, tap class and dance class and ballet class. And by the time I got to Dover, Delaware, I was kind of like, you know, I'm still a little scared. And so I concentrated on athletics. I was, uh, I ran track, I played basketball, I did gymnastics. And then when I decided to go to college, I went to uh, Hampton University at the time. It was called Hampton Institute, and it's a historically black college. And that's when I declared my major uh, drama. And my parents are like, where'd that come from? (laughs) Because you never hinted, you know. I mean, we just knew that you were, you know, talkative and out there and had all that energy. But we didn't know that that's where, uh, you know, he would go down that path. And so in a sense, uh, that's where it started. Wow. And I bet if you uh, have watched her in General Hospital, you had no clue that this uh, <laughs> this is was the background. This is the bottom of the iceberg, right? Mm-hmm. That 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 foundation of a shy. Now, now, do you think you've become like I call it uh, learned extroversion? Because of all the situations you were put in where you had no control over and you had to adapt and learn new skills. Definitely. It was definitely learned uh, extrovertism, whatever you phrase that, (laughs) Uh, because, you know, having to uh, always be the new kid on the block, you know, at a certain point you had to, uh, uh, it's like, okay, let me figure out a way to get myself out there, to get myself heard. And so you just had to tap on that skill of being the new kid on the block and having to like, okay, let me do this, you know, shine away. You know, even like something like this, when I have to be myself, I've gotten better. I'm still a little bit nervous about it. But of course, you know, when it's like, okay, you're acting, you know, that's because you're behind that other persona. Do do you feel like it's, it's almost like two people? Like you, you go into this different place right? because right. you don't seem, I've seen some of your clips, you do not look shy or introverted. <laughs> right, You're exactly. like, boom, you know, power, power, power. So, right. so isn't that interesting? So General Hospital, what role do you play? Oh, wait, before I ask you about that. Taiwan. Did you learn any Chinese? I did. It was, uh, <laughs> that's where I started school was in Taiwan. And um, I can't was, even imagine you know what it was rather wonderful uh, because at the oh. time in the 60s, they didn't have an Air Force base. So we lived among the Chi- the Taiwanese, so me and my brothers and sisters, you know, we would just wander around, you know, being six, seven and eight. Uh, you learn a lot of uh, Chinese. And, Do you remember uh, anything? Because I speak Mandarin. Only, the only thing I can do is count. I can still e or sansu wu liu chi ba jo sure. I can very help you out. Yeah. Good. Very good. <laughs> Let you. me give you some applause for that. It's not I every see. day you hear a black woman speaking Mandarin and you've got the intonation. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm impressed. How many brothers and sisters? I have uh, three sisters and I had a brother. Unfortunately, he passed away in 1998. But uh, we had a a woman. Her name was Chen. And Chen lived with us. 
for the whole week and then she would go home on the weekends and so uh but chin taught taught me chinese that's so and, cool uh, it was just you know i as a matter of fact i wrote a piece uh about her in our relationship because that relationship is the most thing i remember from our time in taiwan yeah that is so yeah. cool yeah be, and, and i'm gonna put the moose on the table that's my canadian version of the elephant in the room because <laughs> i'm i'm always talking about the need to value diversity especially during this time where we are in our country right. um and i do know growing up that uh, Asians are not exactly the most accepting uh, culture as well. They're very prejudiced. I grew up with yeah. a lot of prejudice. How did that uh, pan out for you in Taiwan? Well, and you're absolutely right, because I remember uh, we would drive up to the hill where we lived, and there was a big uh, billboard of darky toothpaste that we would have to drive by every day. And it had a picture of a black man in black face with big red lips and the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we used to see that every day during our times where we would... Uh, you know, wander off as kids and uh, the Taiwanese people wanting to rub your skin to see if it came off and rub your face and rub your hair. And, um, you know, if we would go places, they would point at you. It's not that you got used to it, but, uh, you know, my mother and my father would say, don't let them put your, no, 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 don't let them do that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we kind of chalked it up to, well, you know, they didn't see a lot of black people. And so that was the the result of that but you know we did have to fight those prejudices while we lived uh, as a kid while we yeah. lived in Taiwan. Yeah. yeah yeah if it makes you feel any better when i went to china my father was the first foreign expert invited back into china i remember in the airport when we got out and and we're meeting him crowds of people surrounded us and was touching my hair, touching right. my clothes. Right. You know, I know it's not the same, but right. I too, you know, when I, I, I looked at my dad and he's like, they're just curious. Right. You know, they've never right. seen an Asian looking like that. And wouldn't that be wonderful if that's how the entire world saw our differences with curiosity with instead of uh, putting them down or making fun of and and the, and the darky wouldn't wouldn't that be amazing that's my it would dream. be amazing right right <laughs> but you know like i said the reminder of that darky toothpaste that uh that billboard and we you know we kind of just kind of rationalize well that's how the americans presented black people to them at that time so we framed it in that way you know, but again, in a sense, that's how they saw us right, as uh, right. these stereotypes and, you know, those types right. of things. Right. You know. So so since we're going there, I, 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 want, I do want to talk about this. Nothing against um, General Hospital and clickbait. And I'm, you know, you're a terrific actress, but you're also a black woman and yes. a powerful black woman. And I really, really want our country to get to a heal i don't think we'll ever get healed but what needs to happen now what in your mind you you've been in the same world i have watched the same things you know george floyd uh policing a trump um republican democrat you you, you covid 
right? right? We've we've had front row seats, the same front row seats, but I'm I'm particularly interested in your perspective as a I call it beautiful, colorful woman. That's right. who we are, especially right. women of color and right. your experiences. What is on your heart? What's on your mind? And we'll, we have a couple minutes before we need to take a break for the news. And when we come back, we'll continue that. Okay. Well, what's on my mind is I think um, we're in a point where uh, the world is changing and the world is changing and it's getting smaller, but the world is changing where it's no longer with quotes white. And I think that's the part that's frightening you know, for the so-called power that be. And so in order for us to progress. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're not going to give that to us. Maintaining power uh, is important because, I mean, they've had privilege. So at this point... We have to be our own advocates. We have to, uh, because we can't rely, so we have to do our own, uh, we have to continue fighting, we have to do our own advocacy. It has to come from us, it has to come, you know, and I think um, uh, coalitions are important, but I mean real coalitions. So even what's happening to, you know, Asians in this country, uh, you know, uh, let Dinos in this country, um, you know, to me, in my point of view, we still don't have those strong coalitions. You mm-hmm. still don't see, you do, you still don't hear, oh, this group, this Asian group and this black group are working together or this Latino group. And, mm-hmm. You know, you just mm-hmm. like your individuals. But I think collectively, that's what's going to change is that we have to, you know, form coalitions, but we have to be our own advocates because no one is going to um, give us... Invite, yeah. Invite, (laughs) you know, or even invite us to the table. We have to kind of bring ourselves to the table with the chair and napkin and fork and glass and everything else. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Great analogy. Great analogy. And if you've just tuned in... We're about to take a break, but come right back because I have Joyce Guy here with me, and we're talking about all things important, all things uh, valuing diversity, how to get through this time. So uh, if you've stumbled on, this is Take My Advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa, the morning show here on KCAA, NBC News radio channel, the station that leaves no listener behind. We'll be right back. Come back. 
This is Gary Garver. In these trying times, many people are depressed and lost because the future of our society is up in the air. People turn to drastic measures, including the abuse of drugs and alcohol. If you're going through these troubling times and turning to substance abuse because you're feeling there is no hope, we have a way for you to see the light. SAD, or Stop Abusing Drugs and Alcohol, is a nonprofit organization that will help you at no cost to you stop abusing drugs or alcohol. Founded by Tony Navarchi, SAD will refer you to the top detox doctors in your area. If you're having financial hardships, SAD will pay every and any cost for you, including doctor visits, counseling, and medications. Save your life and contact Tony. You can reach out to him by calling him personally at 310-999-1887 or visit the website saddetox.com. That's S-A-D-D-E-T-O-X.com. Open for takeout and delivery, El Tapioc Mexican Food Restaurant in the Tri-City Center of Redlands is back. Their entire family is on hand to serve up their delicious burritos, machaca, chorizo, huevos rancheros, steak and eggs, just part of their mouth-watering great food. Since 1531, people have marveled at the miracle of El Tapioc, and now you can marvel at the great food the Lugo family has been serving up for over two decades. Nestled quietly in the corner of the Tri-City Center shopping mall next to Burlington Coat Factory. Support them. They can't wait to serve you some of their delectable, authentic, south-of-the-border Mexican fare at great prices, served up with love. Support the area's best-loved Mexican food restaurant in these tough times. Order up a tasty meal on the phone for delivery or takeout, for breakfast, lunch, or dinner from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 909-307-0017. That's 909-307-0017. Or Google El Tapioc Redlands and treat yourself. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pau de Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DeheboTeaClub.com or call 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-E-B-O. So DeheboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. At AutoZone, we've always been here to help you get what you need to go where you need. That hasn't changed. Needing some battery help? We've got you. Whether it's a free battery test or a free charge, we can help you get started again. And if it's time for a replacement, we've got a full selection of batteries starting at $79.99. That's why we're America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Based on data from the MPD Group Incorporated, Car Care Track, 12 months ending December 2019. Back your life with Dr. Marisa Pay. And welcome back. You are tuned into Take My Advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa. The- 
morning show here on KCAA, NBC, CNBC News Radio Station, AM 1050, FM 102.3, FM 106.5, and streaming everywhere, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and, of course, my YouTube channel, which, if you free subscribe, you'll get an alert every morning at 8 a.m. weekdays to tune in to more hope and happiness. And you can also get my red carpet playlist with interviews with Halle Berry and John Travolta and Quincy Jones. So please do subscribe there. And today, you know, I love to balance out the bad news with good news. I love to bring on people to talk about things that matter and that we can be hashtag be the change. And today is no exception. I have Joyce Guy, who is an actor a playwright and uh, let's see a choreographer I didn't know about that and filmmaker she has a recurring role on General Hospital those of you who tuned in just because you saw General Hospital in the promo as well as the new series clickbait so spend a minute and tell me about your acting experience your parents went what do you mean drama like why where did that come from and you And it's like, well, I, I wanted to do it. But I mean, I was really interested in dance. And so it was the dance thing, but, you know, it was also uh, the acting because my mom watched old movies all the time. When you, when old movies came on TV long time ago on those Saturdays and Sunday afternoons, I would watch old movies with her. I mean, to this day, Turner Classic Movies, that's my favorite channel. I mean, I've seen, mm. you know, those classic 50,000 times because of her and her you know, watching those movies, I fell in love with uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Uh, my mm. favorite movie to this day is The Philadelphia Story. I just, that movie just resonates with me. And so... Um, the old Philadelphia Story. The old Philadelphia Story. The old, the old story. with yeah. Cary Grant and Catherine uh, Hepburn. And so, uh, you know, that film resonated with me, but also she resonated with me because she had... Uh, you know, she was her own woman. She uh, was very independent. You know, she was one of those first actresses who wore pants. <laughs> and, you know, she was just a really good actress. And so I think, again, in the back of my mind, I said, you know, I wanted to do that, but I did not see myself as, you know, being a black girl and not seeing images of myself, you know, in those movies. I mean, every once in a while, you know, you might see Cabin in the Sky or something like that. But you know, on a larger scale, you did not see people that look like me in those movies unless they were maids, you know, Hattie McDaniel or Butterfly McQueen or those type of roles. And I thought this is something that I want to do, but I didn't think I was pretty enough or, mm-hmm. you know, special enough, all those things that we, those negative things as girls that we put on ourselves. And so I went to a historically black college because I had grown up around, you know, even though it was diverse, we were always the only black kids in the school or the only black kids in the class. Uh, In my junior high school, I was the only Mm -hmm. black kid in the whole Mm -hmm. school. We were the Mm -hmm. only black family in that suburb. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, did you have the same reaction? Because I grew up that way too. And I hated it. I hated hated being called Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees. Look at these. I hated being singled out that way. I hated. So I started to lie about Mm. my Chinese roots. And people Mm. would say, oh, are you Hawaiian? And I would say yes. So what was your, you also hated it. 
Paul, well, first of all, it was, I'm sorry, Wichita, Kansas, but it was Kansas. And, <laughs> and no also, Dorothy. No Dorothy, and they had tornadoes. That was the other thing. Well, I mean, I, when my father got assigned to Kansas, it was like, oh, my gosh, we're going in tornado country. Well, my mother being my mother, she did not want to live little the houses that they had for, because my father was a non-commissioned officer, and so the housing that uh, we were supposed to be in were little these pillbox houses, as my mother said. And my mother was like, you know, my furniture can even fit in that little box. And so they decided to move to the suburb. Again, like I said, we were the only black family yeah. in that suburb, and so where was I the hated switch? it. Yeah, where was I the switch? What you, there, there was no switch. I hated it. I mean, I <laughs> until we moved to Dover, because in my junior high school class, you know, the first six months, I was called the N-word every day. When I walked to school, I had to walk to school. So I would walk to school in fear, kind of, because, you know, I would have kids following me. And then, uh, you know, finally I met uh, uh, Sherry, uh, Sherry Miller, and she became my friend. And she lived, you know, down the street from me. And so her father or her grandmother would take us to school every day. So I bypassed... uh, um, you know, having to walk to school. Uh, but then, you know, at a certain point after, you know, the N-word dissipated, uh, you know, I guess, uh, I mean, I, I guess in a sense that's where I kind of found my boldness because I um, tried out for cheerleader. I didn't get it, but I tried out. Just like I'm going to try out in front of all mm-hmm, these little kids. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so... Now, uh, is, is Sherry Miller black or white? She, no, she, white, because again, I was the only black. And oh, so okay. Sherry Miller, yeah, Sherry Miller became my uh, uh, my best friend, and yeah. um, and, and, so, and would but, she fight? Would she get? In, would she like make sure people didn't? I think um, to a certain, you know, again, like I said, when I when I um, when I tried out for cheerleader, and then I joined the pep squad. And then I started running track, and I was very good. And so since I was very good and I was winning, yeah, they kind of left me alone. Like I said, the fact that Sherry, I drove to school with her, and, uh, you know, and so she would kind of, but I mean, at a certain point, I think I kind of asserted myself. Got it. And, uh, you, know, Got it. If, uh, you know, if somebody bothered me, I would just, uh, but I mean, I had my brother, he was in the junior, I mean, he was in the high school. But the high school was a little bit further away. But the high school uh, was uh, more diverse because some because the kids, the black kids from the Air Force base, would go to the high school. But nobody, the junior high, were just those kids in that mm. in that suburb, mm-hmm. and so I was it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I hated it, and it was like finally when my father was assigned to Dover. Delaware. It's like, how fast can we get? <laughs> wow, fast we can we get out of Kansas? Right. But again, like I said, I started my tap class and my ballet class and all that stuff in in in, in Derby. So at least I got that mm-hmm. out of it. And of course, I, you know, and me and Cherry, we wrote letters for a few years. I mean, eventually we lost touch, but for a while, you know, me and her, you know, kept, oh, I'm sorry, I said Sherry, uh, Sherry Malone, my God, I can't believe it, Sherry Malone, uh, me and Sherry, I mean, I just thought about this, like, I have all her letters, I mean, I still have her letters, um, and so we kept in contact for a few years, you know, after right. uh, we left Kansas. Right. 
Right. So, so you know how I just said I hated being Chinese. Did you hate being black because uh, of all of that? Well, I don't think I hated being black. Mm-hmm. I didn't, uh, you know, because I had, you know, my sisters, I didn't hate, be, I didn't hate being black. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a part that, uh, you know, you wanted to be lighter skin because, you know, right. if you were lighter skin, you were prettier. Um, uh, you know, you wanted your hair straight because, uh, you know, even though people started wearing afros, you know, I didn't wear an afro till I went to my the black college, but I mean, I still wanted to have my hair straight, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily say I hated being black, you know, okay. uh, and I think my mother and father had a lot to do that because they were, you know, they were proud. They were very Strong. proud. I mean, mm-hmm. for, yeah, from Alabama, and they were like, no, 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 no. You got be it. Proud of who you are. Got right. it. Yeah, my my dad's reaction was, I never should have left China. You mm-hmm. know, and it broke his heart. He's also on the other side with your brother now, loving mm-hmm. us from there. But right. uh, yeah, so that's why I I asked you when did that change. So you really didn't have a change on. Because you never went to the, I don't like the color of my skin. Right. Right. I did. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it. I like that color of my skin. And I think that's, uh, you know, but when I graduated from high school and I mean, I, I did want to go to a white college, but, you know, however, you know, the, the stars aligned, mm-hmm. you know, I ended up going to an all black college and that was the best thing I could have done because that really cemented um, my love for who I was, for my color, for my, Mm -hmm. for my, uh, the skin tone, my, my, uh, Mm -hmm. my hair, because I saw black people, um, you know, at that college, they call Hampton University, the Harvard of the, of the, of the South. But, you know, I oh, saw cool. black people, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, you saw rich black kids, you saw, uh, middle-class black kids, you saw, poor, you know, you saw a diverse group of black, uh, of, of students. And that was very, 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 that influenced my life. I, I mean, I think that was one of the best, uh, choices I've ever made because it really just, in a sense, that changed my life. Right, right. And then how did you get your first uh, role or how did you land? How long have you been on General Hospital now? I, I, well, one of the first, uh, when I, I came to L.A. in 1987, and I think one of my first under five lines was on General Hospital a long time ago, like in 1989 <laughs> or 90. And then uh, I had done another a uh, soap opera called Sunset Beach that was on NBC. And then after that was canceled, uh, General Hospital, they called me in to do another role. It was in 2011, but it was uh, a realtor. And so, uh, but I did not start this role until October of last year. Okay. And what is yeah. your role there? My role is, uh, her name is Phyllis Caulfield, and she is a nurse, but... Her and her husband, they own a bar, not in the major city of Port Charles, but in Nixon Falls. And so uh, Phyllis, uh, there's Mm -hmm. a character on the show called Nina Reeves. And so Nina, uh, uh, she was in a coma. 
And so she gave birth to a child, and her mother didn't like the father, so her mother gave the baby to another family, and I was responsible. I was the nurse who gave the baby to another family. But (laughs) also, um, in my town of Nixon Falls, uh, one of the main characters, uh, the actor Maurice Bernard, his character is Sonny Corinthos. He was driving through Nixon Falls. His car fell in the ravine, and he lost his memory. And so they brought them to the hospital where I work. And so Sonny, not knowing who he, what he was, and uh, he uh, uh, started working in my husband, Lenny, and our bar. And so that's the storyline that's been going Ever since that Sonny has lost his memory, <laughs> and he's been working in me and my husband's bar. Awesome, awesome. I can tell the way you're describing it that you really enjoy and love what you do, well, you which know, is it's, so it's cool. It's classic soap opera, and I love it because <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, and they have a huge following, but it's just, uh, you know, I remember when, because um, uh, they... You know, they brought me in for the October, then they brought me back again for the storyline. And so um, I would have friends call me, and it's like, oh, my God, Joyce, this is classic soap. You know, someone (laughs) loses their memory. This is so juicy. Uh, My sister, she's been watching the show for 25 years. And she's like, oh, my God, this is just juicy. And, uh, you know, so I am just, I'm serious. I'm having the best time of my life. Oh, I mean, that's I mean, so cool. Well, you know, I had an, I had fun with the other soap opera I did, but, you know, yeah. I, I'm having a lot of fun with this because, again, it's, you know, it's heightened melodrama. And, right, you right, know, right, and it's, right. It's heightened melodrama, but, you know, as, you know, our job is to make it true. And, you know, mm-hmm. believe and believe in this world and believe yeah. in what you're doing and believe in those circumstances. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, that's the that's the fun part. That is that's great. And then clickbait. How did that come about? Oh, my God. Clickbait. It was uh, uh, that was in 2019. And it was, uh, you know, that was the standard in-person audition. And um you know, again, it was one of those roles that's like, okay, this is kind of interesting. This is juicy. And <laughs> went to the audition. And, um, you know, how you kind of, as an actor, you kind of feel, you know, I did pretty well. And, yeah. uh, and you know, but then I forgot when I, um, when they offered me the role, they're like, well, it shoots in Melbourne, Australia. And I'm like, okay, but it takes place in Oakland. you know it takes place and but yeah so it just happened that simple and I just you know Melbourne it's an absolutely fascinating and wonderful city now you talk about diversity Mm -hmm. I mean you don't see a lot of uh you know African people I mean you do see some um, but it's, uh, you know, there's a, a large Asian population, uh, there's a large uh, Middle Eastern population, there's a large Indian population, and so you're just surrounded by, by, diversity. by diversity in yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. So do they have um, Asian hate crimes there? Do they have 
uh, George Floyd type of, you know, ramping up to, uh, uh, I don't even know what to call that, um, police brutality, I guess would be right. the, you know, I the right. Yeah, I didn't, you know, if anything, it was because uh, I would watch, they had a separate station of uh, Aboriginal culture. They had mm. their own, uh, they had their own, you know, network. Diverse of TV group. Right. right. Well, I would watch them because I think that's where uh, a lot of um, the protests and a lot of, uh, um, uh, you know, civil rights are coming from that community, from the Aboriginal community. Because they're still, they're still, uh, you know, working their way and finding their way. Uh, mm -hmm. Because, mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, um you know, which I found, which was interesting, is that the Australian culture, they were pretty much, uh, they pretty much uh, were pretty comfortable were with uh, saying, you know what, we did not do well by these people. <sighs> I mean, Again, they weren't, they weren't shy great? about it. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> shy about it. And they're like, you know what, I mean, uh, you know, the people that I came in contact with. Yeah. You know, said that uh, we've done some really heinous things, you know, to yeah. the Aboriginal culture. And so yeah. that was refreshing, but it's like, okay, what are you doing to rectify it? But, uh, you yeah. know, that's yeah. the one thing I liked about them. You know, they weren't, uh, well, it was so long ago, just like, no, just, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when once you say what you've done, then the next step is, what are we going to do about it? And so, right. you know, like we're a little bit reluctant, just like, well, you know, shouldn't you forget? Or it was so long ago, you know, or I, wasn't I didn't that. own any slaves. Right. I, you exactly. know, I, right. yeah. Exactly. yeah. And, and that, and that my is family. Yeah. Right. Right. And that truly is, you know, the probably if, if people could just own, own you know, it. just own it. It would make such a huge difference, but because there's just no ownership and right. tons of deflection and tons of not, you know, not my problem, that right. it just makes things a lot worse. And if you're just tuning in and you're wondering who I'm talking to today, it is Joyce Guy. She's an actor, playwright, and I would say humanitarian as well uh, oh, for some so. of the work that you're doing. Absolutely. And uh, she, you'll recognize her if you're watching on my YouTube channel right now uh, as a character on General Hospital and Clickbait. So we don't have a whole bunch of time. I did want to go back uh, and, and recapture. So the coalition idea is something, you know, people of color could do so much more if we join together and became a united front yes. in uh, ending racism and prejudice and all of that. What else can we do? And we just identified another one, you know, if we could wave a magic wand and have the majority, past majority with the power recognize, you know, I, I, I've come so far and, and made a lot of enemies by saying, um, you know, if you if you recognize that our country was built on the backs of so many people who were not paid and 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 treated horrifically and just right. acknowledge that that these first families really nothing to be proud of. <laughs> you, you, you made your money from the plantations that took people out of uh, uh, dragged people 
you know, right. I was in I was in Ghana and I saw that oh, the horrific okay. slave, you know, the port where they, you know, yes. so many people died and were dragged to this country. That non-recognition. No, I've been to Senegal to the door of no return. I, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, because I did a, uh, my filmmaking, I did a film about the dances of the Cosmos in Senegal, which is part of that, and so. Um, oh, what's the name yeah. of it? How can it's people called, watch it's, it? It's called Dancing Like Home, and it's on Amazon Prime. And, Wonderful. Uh, and so we went to the door of no return. And we got a private, uh, my, I went with my dance teacher, and so his cousin was working there. And, you know, we went down, and, you know, you feel, you feel presence. And the mm -hmm. next thing I know, my whole body is shaking, and I couldn't stop crying. Mm -hmm. I could I not stop similar. crying. Mm -hmm. Because I'm it's sure real. Yours was even more. Yeah. No, right. I was. It's, we it's... we sang there. I went with agape, and we okay. sang, oh, okay. and you Great. could just feel like you know. I, I'm still. I'm feeling the. Yes, exactly. I'm feeling the tingles feel. right now. Remembering. Right. 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 Yeah, right, yeah. right. So, so if you were, if you had access and counsel to leadership in our country, what would be the number one thing that we need to do as a country to heal? Well, I think, again, when you talk about ownership, I think, um, you know, that's a step because I don't think we've taken ownership of what this country has done to Native Americans, what they've done to um, uh, Chinese people, what they've done to Japanese people, what they've done to, you know, African Americans. There is no ownership. But the other part, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know whether this is, you know, going to leadership, but I mean, in my you know, I think as women, because to me, that is going to be the key mm. is, I mean, the same thing as I say about, you know, black people, you know, taking our own power. I think once women and, you know, women, I said this long time ago, you know, when I came to L.A. and people were not ready to hear this is that as women, we've also, as women of different colors, we have to be honest with ourselves about complicitness and, you know, how, um, you know, uh, you know, white women were also complicit, you know, in our history. And we've got, and they've got to take ownership in that. And I think once they take ownership in that, and again, as women, you know, we come together because I think we passed the point and, you know, not to, not to say anything against men, um, but what's that phrase? When you educate a woman, you educate a nation. And I think that's something as women that we have to continue or but do a better job of bringing other women along. But I think mm. as women because I think we're able to communicate better and we're able to communicate honestly that, and it's not easy. It's not going to be easy to, um, right. you know, come to terms with the things that we have, you know, sometimes unconsciously. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.
NBC News Radio. I'm- hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.